Ah, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles, and we're keeping it consistent every fucking week. Like I said, I'm gonna. <laughs> How we all doing, guys? Ah, oh, hell of a week. Hell of a week. Tired, fucking busy working and shit. And you guys enjoy the old Super Bowl Sunday. I didn't even fucking watch it, but you know I'm not a football fan, but. Uh, what I did see was pretty crazy, man. You know, the, uh, Patriots were down. Or, uh, yeah, they were down. Falcons were kicking the shit out of them. Then out of fucking nowhere, they came back and won the shit. So, you know, bravo. I don't know what it is. I said this when the World Series happened, but whenever these teams get into the playoffs, they seem more interesting than normal season. And I always wonder, what the fuck is that? Is it because the players are just like, eh, this is just another game. Like, you know, like an average day at work. You're just like, eh, yeah, it's Tuesday. You know, do they think like that? And then when they get to there, you know, it's the big fucking Friday for them. This is the end-all, be-all of things, you know. Winner takes all, no bullshit. You know, what's going through the minds of these players? I think that's what makes these playoff games and Super Bowls and World Series, like, whenever that happens, just, like, those games are just way more intense and interesting than just a regular season thing. I don't know. That's just whenever I chime into sports and what... You know, the kind of stuff that I see on my end. But, eh, what the fuck do I know? I don't follow any sports. But, uh, from what I did see, it was a very interesting game. Um, I was, you know, I always root for underdogs when I jump aboard my uh, casual uh, sports, you know, watching. I, uh, I was going for the Falcons. I was like, hey, well, I don't like the Patriots. You know, I'm not a dynasty kind of person, you know. You know, uh, dynasties and like you know, New York Yankees and teams that have won so many damn things. You're like, okay, let's give someone else a shot. <laughs> I mean, I know they're good, but you know what I mean. Or do you know what I mean? Because even I don't know what the fuck I mean. Excuse me, a little sip of water here. I'm so parched. I gotta hydrate more. I drink a lot of water, but just lately I feel like I'm not drinking enough. I don't know. Or I'm pissing a lot of it out because I'm drinking coffee again. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man, what we got going on? I'm working on some new videos for y'all on my YouTube, The Word of Yaga. So get ready for that. Five jobs that are just fun as fuck. You know, you think about that. You got most people, you know, they uh, they go to work. They work 40-plus hours a week in a Monday through Friday gig, and they got weekends off, holiday pay, vacation time, blah, blah, blah. Most people, you know, then there's the rest of us uh, who work, you know, all days of the week and various hours and, you know, everything from construction work to corporate America, you know. My personal uh, dream job is uh, not having a job, (laughs) you know. People are like, oh, you want to be a bum? I'm like, no, I'm not saying I want to be a bum. I'm saying that I just don't like working for something I don't really you know, you believe him. Like, when you're working a passionate job, you know, it's not even work. You know, like, I, I watch a lot of, uh, you know, podcasts and stuff, like comedians, like Joe Rogan. That guy just living his dream. He just, you know, I just, he tells jokes, has a podcast, does MMA shit. Fucking living the dream. That's his dream. But he makes money doing it. You know, sometimes my dream doesn't make money, but I don't know what my dream is. <laughs> my dream's just, like, talking to people and having fun, but, you know... Working 40 hours a week just to get, you know, ends meet. Sometimes I feel like a lot of people just wasting time. Uh, 
That's why, you know, if you work at home and you're, or you're an independent uh, contractor of some sort, fuck yeah, dude. You know, you're living your dream. You're your own boss. Fuck it. That's why, you know, everybody, I think, plays the lottery. You know, when you're actually, you know, people are like, oh, it's just a pipe dream. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, some people win. And those people that win, I think, go are most people like, yeah, I don't want to just fucking work at this fucking shitty job until I'm... 65 and I have to retire like they would just want that chunk of money not because they want to buy fancy houses and cars most people I think are pretty down to earth and humble I think they just don't want to work at that shit job but that's all they know you know I like for myself I would just like uh if I didn't have to work for money if I just had a chunk of cash I would do I would just be more me man I would uh you know I'd fucking start going into my interests a little deeper you know, expand my horizons on shit I like to do, learn about things, spend more time, kind of just fucking around, but people are like, oh, why can't you just, why shouldn't you just work hard, work, 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 I'm like, nah, there's people and plenty of examples uh, in America where you don't need to work that fucking hard to have a good nest egg, you know, the old get your hands dirty thing and stuff I think is dead. There's a million and one ways to make a good, honest living and have your finances taken care of. But even then, even if your finances are taken care of, what about you as a person? Is that all you strive for is financial success? Is it? Is that the end game? What happens when you get it? Then what? If you got all the money, now what do you do? Do you wipe your ass with it? Do you take a bath in $100 bills? What happens when you have all that money? I've always just been fascinated by that, you know, when people uh, wish for this, this, that, and the other thing, and then when they finally get it, there's just a part of them just like, man, I I still don't feel good. And I think those are the people that are true down-to-earth humble people. There are some people that just strive for material things. That's all they care about. Money, cars, jewelry, fucking the next gadget, the next iPhone. Like, you know what the fuck? I don't understand why people are so excited when a new phone comes, like, the new iPhone comes out. They're just fucking waiting in line to get it. Like, what is that bullshit? Like, there's not that much difference from that iPhone to the last one. Nothing. Still takes pictures, still calls people, still texts, still got, you know, whatever useless apps you want to download. Ugh. I was talking with some friends of mine. We were talking about, um... You know, just being present in the moment. And a lot of people, you know, you just look around, just look around when you're out in public. Majority of motherfuckers are not even in the moment. They are buried into the phone. I see when I'm out to eat, families, whole families are there and they're all on their cell phones. I'm like, what the fuck? I still don't get it. It drives me up the fucking wall. Like, sometimes I just want to run up to strangers, grab their fucking phone, and throw it down. But then again, you know, who knows? They could have been, like, getting an emergency text message or call from their aunt saying, Uncle John's in the hospital. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, you never know what people are really doing. But let's just say that majority of the time they're on their phones. It's nothing super important. Nothing that can't wait, you know, until you're not in public anymore. You're at your house or whatever. I'd say probably 95% of the shit that people are doing on their phone is mostly just bullshit, you know, an escape from wherever it is right now that they'd rather be, and I find it sad when I see it in public, especially like out to eat when families are all on their phones, they're not even talking to each other, like you're out with your family, why are you not talking to each other, I just don't get it, 
what are you guys doing on your phone? You know, it, it like it's a Saturday. You're, and you obviously don't have to work. So what the fuck are you doing? Ah, it's one of my pet peeves, I guess. It's just always, it's always baffled me. But living in the moment, man. Like no matter where you go, where you're at, that's where you're at, and that's where you're at. You know, so you had an agenda for the day, right? And I find, you know, you had a whole list of shit to do, and then you get a phone call, and that phone call is a friend of yours saying, hey, you know, my uh, my car is not starting, and I got nowhere else, nobody to call. Can you give me a ride to work? And I know my go-to reaction sometimes would be like, man, fuck that. I was, I was going to go and do, I'm supposed to go get some Blah, you know, I'm supposed to go to the store and all this other shit. But the human side of me that is vastly trumping that egotistical side of me these days is saying, fuck yeah, I'll come get you, you know? And I think most people, or at least I like to think most people, uh, would help their fellow man out rather than just take that every man for himself kind of road. I don't know. Huh. Never been in that situation where I really need to ask that question to myself or be put in that, you know, predicament. Um, But yeah, you know, sometimes shit like that happens, and I think it goes with we as grown living adults in this country, we fucking have all these expectations on a day-to-day basis, you know. Yeah, I'm going to get up this morning, or I'm going to eat some breakfast, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to work out, I'm going to run six miles, and I'm going to fucking do it. You know, you got, uh, you go, I mean, you know, expectations are different than setting goals, you know, expectations is something like, okay, today, it, you know, I expect to go to, uh, Aunt Joni's house and not have Uncle Phil give me an earful for what I do for a living, you know, <laughs> you know, every family's different people, that was a hypothetical, uh, you know, but, uh, I'm kind of all over the place. But when you're in the moment, like, say you're just anywhere, um, you're just talking. Like, I was talking with this group of people, and I was there. My mind wasn't anywhere else. My face wasn't buried in the phone. And at that moment, I was with these people talking and just hearing them out. And then I, you know, would say my piece. But I was there, you know. I never once thought, like, man, I better check my phone or, uh, you know, see this and that. and Just there. I don't know. I still don't get that fucking fascination on your phones i mean oh god i think it's because i'm half grew up without the internet and half did because i you know when i grew up we we had a house phone you know you hear a story from a lot of people my age like i miss it i miss it so much i miss like the excitement of getting a phone call you know now you don't give a fuck. You can see who's calling you on your phone and choose whether or not you're going to answer that thing. But there was an excitement when there was just a telephone at the house and maybe you were out and then you came home and then your parents were like, so-and-so called and left you a message, said to call him back. And you were like, oh! like this wave of excitement just took over your body. Like, oh my God, I got a phone call. This is great. And then you you were just like rushing to call them back. Like you wanted to call the people back, you know? All the fun got sucked away when we got cell phones. There's always pros and cons. Pros of, you know, there's always pros and cons. Like cell phones, you know, if you're in a fucking car accident, you got to call police. So You know what I mean? There's always good shit. I'm not saying it's all bad. 
so nobody get their titties in a fucking twist. <laughs> I'm saying like it having something so easy and readily available just sucked out whatever you know kind of joy that something once brought to you, you know. Books got, you know, replaced by plays, plays got replaced by movies. Uh movies are replaced by internet, you know so on and so forth eventually we'll probably be artificial intelligence with our conscious minds transferred into the computer i don't know <laughs> but yeah oh man i loved it i love getting a fucking phone call you ever when i was young i used to talk to people on the phone till the fucking sun came up i used to get in a lot of trouble because i'd rack up the phone bill when there was like you know they charged you for every minute uh you know you're on the phone for like six seven eight hours just fucking talking if you call like out of your area code you got charged of the long distance <laughs> which was uh what i did a lot of the time and your parents come why the fuck is the phone bill two hundred dollars oh whoops <laughs> strange part of me misses that i don't know now it's everybody for you know everything you do yourself you know just get your own personal car your personal cell phone everybody can live in their bubble and world you know but I like to share my world with some people that are willing to listen, you know, and uh, hear my crazy thoughts and ideas. And I like to hear other people's. I like to hear where people come from, why it is they do the things they do, why they believe what they believe. And if people are misinformed and I know something about a subject, I like to inform them with proper information, you know. People still in a hoopla about President Trump. I get the fuck over it, man. He's going to be the president for at least another four years. So fucking just deal with the shit. Your fucking day-to-day life doesn't change. You're still going to work, clocking in on Monday morning, you know, paying your taxes, going to the grocery store, buying your ham, buying your eggs. You're doing that. So fuck the president, you know. Actually, do some research. I had a fucking, uh, I got a friend you know, that I work with that was so anti-Trump, you know, and I was never pro-Trump or pro-Hillary, I hated both of them, but, you know, Trump's was the lesser of two evils, I thought, and uh, what he's doing now isn't too bad, you know what I mean, and I had a had a conversation with this guy the other day, and we were talking, and, you know, every time I bring up Trump, he just all of a sudden is, oh, that guy's a fucking idiot, oh, he's so crazy, and, you know, his constant kind of left, leftism, the liberal side, where, you know, he come, I even I brought it up to him like, did you are you guys guys that just read like a headline on a news article about Trump and just go with it without actually doing research about you know what he's trying to do, his plan as president or any of that stuff, or are you just going by what someone said? I mean, like fuck, dude, if you went by what anybody in this earth says at one point or another, we'd all be fucked. Jesus, I've said some crazy, ridiculous shit in my short life on this planet. But if I was held uh, in contempt every time I said some crazy shit, man, yeah, fuck, I'd be fucked. We all would. Um, but, you know, he's one of those dudes that kind of reads the headline and just goes with him. Like, did you actually read about Trump's tax plan? It's actually kind of beneficial for us middle class people. He's like, oh, well, what the fuck ever? He's still an idiot. And then, you know, you could tell, like, when you bring up some good key points to people, when they just kind of back away and just kind of resort to be like, oh, fuck, are you stupid? You know, like... 
those kind of comments to them realize they're not winning an argument. Or there's not even an argument to be had. But I like to have arguments because if you just sit there and denounce everything and say like, oh, oh, he's just a fucking idiot. Oh, God, he said, I don't like the way he talks. I'm like, yeah, fine. You don't want, who cares about how he talks? But what's he going to do to really help the overall population of this country? Hmm? You know? I mean, what do people think? We, we had a well-articulated president in there named Obama. He talked great. He was a great talker. Man could get on that mic, and just when he talked, it captivated you. You're like, yeah, well, man, this motherfucker's got my vote, you know? But that even wasn't the answer, you know? I, I don't think anybody knows the answer, but I say give it a shot. We'll see what happens, you know? But fucking do some research. I, I I used to be the same way. That's why I can spot these kind of people who just read a headline and then react to it. They don't fucking research nothing. They don't look in depth to anything. They just fucking react. Fucking reactions, man. That's all people do in this country. Majority of people react. Not, a, not everybody. A good chunk of people are sensible, reasonable people that uh, think about stuff and just, you know, think a little before they act. I'm getting better. I'm not the best. I'm learning, though. I'm a lot better than I used to be. But I was that guy. You know, when I was younger, like, see, even go from, go eight years ago when Obama got in. I was like, oh, yeah, he's so fucking great. Fuck the other guy. Yay! And, uh, you know, I just, I, he just said good things and I never researched anything. No articles. Uh... No statements, no propositions. I didn't research anything, you know. I just took a headline and just rolled with it like most people do (laughs) that have an opinion on any kind of news or politics, you know. And that's just sad, but uh, that's where we, I'll try to learn because I realize you can't, you can't be in that bubble, man. I had a great rebuttal conversation for, uh, the video I made about the women's march, in my opinion, on that whole thing, and a friend of my lady's had a lot to say about my video. <laughs> that wasn't she wasn't too happy uh, with what I said, and we had a nice little back and forth on uh, my Facebook page. And uh, but I came at her with the uh, like a, just a kind of a neutral debate side. I heard her side, how she felt, and then I I went in there with mine. She came back. And we went at it a little bit. But it was good. And at the end of the day, she's like, wow. Uh, he wasn't an asshole, meaning me. Because <laughs> my girlfriend then told me that, uh, yeah, she uh, she says you weren't an asshole about it. She totally thought you were going to be. I go, eh, well, you know, contempt prior to investigation, you know. People always assume they know how somebody's going to react and what they're going to say. And that's such a shitty fucking way to go about any situation when you assume you know what someone's gonna say do feel or act you know you know granted if you've had somebody in your life for 20 plus years you kind of know how those people are but if it's somebody you just heard an opinion about you're gonna go say something back and you're expecting the person to lash out it totally fucking diffuses that side when you come at them with a genuine argument and you're cool about it they go they they fucking don't know what to do because they're all fired up right they're fired up like you know what you you know what i'm a woman and you know what i i don't appreciate when men say i'm hot (laughs) jesus that was part of the argument go read it on my facebook page it was great uh the very first thing she says was there's a part in the video if you watch that video where i say um 
Uh, I say, like, you're living in this country, most women have some of the best rights on this planet in America. And if you want to do some good, go to a third world country, you know? And fucking go spread some women's rights over there. Something along those lines, right? Then she goes, she said something about, I'm not, I don't like that I'm being told to be grateful for this, which I never said. So I had to tell her, be like, well, I didn't say that. I said this. Because some people like to take what you say and they twist it into their narrative to make it conform into what they're trying to say and establish as truth, which is not the case. You can watch the video for yourself. I never said that. Uh, and then she talks about, there's a point in there, though, when I kind of was like, she's like, and I'm at work and this guy is just saying all these things and why do I have to put up with, with people giving me things? Like, the guy made a joke. That uh, she had dyed her hair, and he said, uh, you know, like a, like a dude, he goes, this is the, the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> Which, when I read it, I laughed. I go, ha! But, you know, I wasn't there. She took it as, oh my god, why do I have to put up with this stuff? I'm like, you know, if they were cool and that was me, that would have been just a funny joke. But, some people take that to heart, you know? Eh, don't dye your hair then, I don't know. But, I mean, if you're an attractive woman and people are acknowledging that and you're getting offended by that, well, what the fuck? Then my suggestion to you is go sit on your ass, stop working out and looking good, and start eating some cupcakes. Yeah, fatten up a little bit. The the uh, the cat calling or whatever and all these guys come up to you, it'll go down. <laughs> Jesus. Complaining about being good looking. I swear to God, you can't win sometimes. Sometimes with women, it's like, they want to be told they're beautiful, and then when you're someone's coming up to them, they're like, oh, I don't want to be treated that way like I'm getting come on to. It's like, fuck, dude. Well, then, you know, don't be attractive. You know, shave your head or something. I don't know. <sighs> Do something that the guy wouldn't be doing. That. Obviously, it's partially a compliment when these guys are giving you that stuff. It told me it's a little bit more on that argument. It was kind of funny. She said, "Like, well, I was told that I was just really hot and I got hired for a job." And then she, we started going on about the wage gap thing, which um, I had to kind of debunk it and say it's not true because a lot of people with the whole wage gap bullshit don't take into account uh, what job field they are, side by side, job for job kind of shit. They just say it's an overall. And then she sent me some stupid statistic thing from some fucking website. She's like, here you see, this says it right here. And I'm like, it's just fucking numbers in a pie chart. Like, there's nothing backing it. Like, there's no information that says this was taken from this this job field and that job field. It's like fucking numbers. Like, I could draw a pie chart and be like, 50 people say that I don't like cake. The other 50 people say, no, it doesn't make me fat. You know, and then just the fucking numbers and pie charts. It's fucking, it, it frustrates the fuck out of me when I see that. When people just throw these numbers at you and they don't even know where they got it. They just saw like a fucking colorful chart and they assume it's right. Ugh. But I don't blame people too much for that because who's got the kind of time to really like fucking research all this bullshit that we like to discuss in politics? Who's got the time to really look into these things? That's why you look at the people that are actually speaking about it and you just follow what they're doing. They're doing it for us. You know, I don't have the time. I do a little bit more research than I I normally do. But for the most part, I don't give a fuck. You know, you get offended by something somebody says. It's a problem with you, not what the person said per se. And granted, there's probably some things out there that are nuts, you know. But... 
Yeah, the curtain match the drapes thing. I just thought that was funny. Anyway, fucking, I went on a tangent here. Go read that up on my Facebook page. It's fun. It's under the video, Women's March of Success? No. <laughs> I don't know. It was very confusing to me what they were doing it for. But, you know, maybe they had a good time. Maybe they all had fun. You know, got people out there. At least got them talking a little bit, you know. It's good. It's better than doing nothing, I can say that, you know. Better than just sitting there taking no action. I guess some action is better than no action, even if it's ludicrous. But whatever. So, yeah. But I'm good at, uh, I like arguing with people, but not in the sense where I'm trying to say I'm right. Because I don't know if I'm right or wrong. But I like to hear different points of views. Because I realized the more you can be open to changing your perception and not thinking like that's the definitive answer to all walks anything in life you can fucking you'll feel better you won't feel like there's these like fucking elephants on your shoulders weighing you down when you're like that and you're actually you know the things that you worry about so much aren't you realize are just it's temporary man everything in this world is temporary everything it's temporary. Nothing's permanent. It's all going to go away eventually. Accept that. Nothing's ever as bad. But, w- you know, we fucking, especially here in America, would just like to fucking blow everything out of proportion. We exaggerate. Uh, and our minds are our worst enemies, man. Because you can just fucking, if something's ever bugging you and you don't talk about it with somebody, you could just let it sit there and fucking fester and days will go by and you're just coming up and twisting scenarios in your head like, dude, motherfucker. And you're just constantly pissing you off. And then you go and talk about it and then all of a sudden it's, you're good. All because you're too stubborn and you let your brain do all the thinking. <laughs> Moral of the story is, man, talk to people. I know it sounds fucking too simple, but it works. You know, let people know how you're doing. Nobody can read minds. Uh, You just got to fucking put it out there like, hey, man, I'm having a fucking tough day. Because if you don't, people are just going to assume you're probably okay. You know, I had a rough, you know, couple weeks. Uh... After I uh, walked away from my uh, business at the Brick Lounge, you know, it was I, I was melancholy for a couple weeks, man. I just had no motivation, nothing, no motivation to do shit. And it didn't help that um, two weeks ago I was fucking sick. I got like some stomach bug or some shit, and I was sick like the whole week, dude. I felt fucking just not right. Like it was such a, it was like a weird flu or something where I just felt like I think I'm dying. <laughs> like it, and it made me like even more sad because I was sick, you know. But when I finally got over the sickness after about a week, you know, I started becoming more myself. I started taking the right actions to, you know, put the pieces back together and start doing what I had to do, you know. Uh, but it has, any decision you have in life is going to fucking, when you walk away from something that you truly love doing, it's going to fucking hurt. Whether you, if you end a relationship or uh, you change jobs or fucking you try something new and it didn't work out. You know, shit fucking, it's life, man. Talk about it. We deal with it. I, I know a lot of people going through so much shit in their lives and uh, they're, they're way stronger than I ever was with some stuff. Like, I don't know how they do it. Because if that was me, I'd be a fucking mess. And these people still walking around pretty jolly and joyful and with hope and fucking that. 
that's inspirational to me when I see that kind of stuff. Makes me go, uh, I'll listen to what they got to say because that might help me out, you know? Instead of plugging my head up my butt and going, yeah, yep, yeah, no, fuck this, I got it, I know everything. No, I don't. No, I don't. Like I say, I'm a big advocate on educate yourself on all kinds of shit, man. Whatever you're interested in, just keep digging into it. You know, I'm reading all kinds of fucking books now. I hate reading. I'm not a reader. I fucking... They may be slowly, real slow reader. You know, I'll read a little bit, but I can't... I don't comprehend words as much as I can. Like, when I either talk about it with somebody or if I watch it, like, I'm a visual learner. Show me how to do something. I can figure it out. Tell me how to do it. I don't know. But if you show me... Fuck, dude, I can, uh, I pick it up pretty quick, you know, but if I read about it, you know, uh, sometimes I can't correct, that just doesn't sink in as well, unless I end up discussing something with people, but, ah, uh, so, I don't know, man, uh, it's fucking definitely of rambles day to day, I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about, but isn't that great, you just set up, you start going, see, right now, this podcast is beneficial to me as a person, I get out the shit that's on my head, <laughs> Even the tiniest trivial shit, even if it's stupid, fucking talk about it, you know? Fuck. Anyway, all right, we'll wrap it up. It's about a half hour in, so uh, check. I'll have a new video up on my YouTube channel, The Word of Yaga, coming up here uh, shortly, probably a few days or so. Uh, it's a little bit more extensive one to do the editing because you know me. Uh, if you guys watch my videos, it's all about humor for me. So there's some funny-ass clips in there that I'm working on. I think you all will like. Uh, follow me on Twitter at MJYaga. And uh, follow me on other social media. I'm on Facebook, TWO Yaga. And super dupers. Okay. That's it. <laughs> all right, everybody. I'll see you all next week. Uh, more crazy shit will happen in a week. You just wait and see. Goodbye.